I'm Anne. And I'm Lita. And this is Vodka Lemonade Stand. Cheers. Cheers. Yay. Yay. Okay. Welcome to Anne's Birthday Pod. Anne's Birthday Pod. Anne's Birthday Pod. We started the tradition last year with my birthday pod. And now you're getting two birthday pods in like not a long span of time. I know. There's back to back. I have a June birthday. She has a July birthday. But like these pods are fun. (laughs) They're fun. They're sloppy as hell. (laughs) They're sloppy. And it's, you know, it's dealer's choice. And by dealer's choice, I mean I chose Degrassi (laughs) to talk about. So we've been doing a bit of a throwback uh, marathon of Degrassi, The Next Generation, Mm -hmm. um, a.k.a. one of the best shows about teenagers ever made. That I enjoyed when I was a teenager, That's actually, an in high school. interesting question. I want to come back to that. Like, our best uh-huh. teen shows. What we yeah. think are the best teen shows. This I'm one is good because it hits every angle. Like, you have teens that are actually teens. You have, like, a lot of really enthralling storylines. And then also a lot of storylines that are, like, bullshit and don't mean anything. And you get really attached to the characters. You follow them all the way through high school. Yeah. And it's set in Toronto, Canada. We're going to go to Toronto. Yeah. Are we going to go before or after New Orleans? Unclear. I oh. feel like New Orleans is ahead in the queue because of our original's loyalty. Yeah. But, I mean, if we get a good deal on Toronto tickets, like, that could change. It might be kind of, like, weather dependent, too. True. I wouldn't want to go to Toronto in the winter. I would go to New Orleans in the I, winter. Yeah, I think that's sort of how we have to plan it, is New Orleans, not in the summer. Yeah. Oh, no. And then Toronto, whenever. I wasn't made for humidity. I have trouble breathing when it's too humid. It's bad you would not like it Mm -hmm. it's just very damp one time i went to hawaii i had a tiny panic attack because i couldn't breathe really oh no yeah i I didn't i had to take a nap i'd excuse myself oh okay well just know as a travel partner i will never begrudge you a nap oh good i love a good afternoon travel nap honestly like you go out and do stuff and then you come back at like three and you take a little nap and you watch some tv and you relax and then you get ready to go out and then you have a night no no no. i think globally we do need to adopt siesta culture Mm. just everybody takes a nap at 3 p.m i support it because like you're not gonna be productive then anyway like that's really what are you gonna do that's true The, the least productive part of my day i support it so we've been watching Degrassi for the past past couple of weeks. We watched season one, mm-hmm. and then we skipped season two, mm-hmm. and we watched all of season three. We just finished season three. Ooh, what a season! What a season. that's really when it hits its stride. You know, it gets you get to really know a lot of characters. They make some bold choices yes. with the plot lines. Yes, they do. Um, and it's fun. Where do you want to start? Do you want to give us a lay of the land? Okay, so. Degrassi is a show I got introduced to through my softball team in high school. Um, they were big into Degrassi, and I was like, what's the show? I have to check it out. And this was the period when Nickelodeon's, like, spinoff network Noggin was playing, like, reruns of Degrassi. So I got to catch up on a lot of Degrassi because they would have marathons all the time. Mm. And I had a DVR, so I would just tape all the marathon nice, episodes and nice, binge nice, them, nice. much like I do today. And um, you could also get them from DVD at the library Mm. Um, because libraries are the best. (laughs) Um, I did check the Multnomah County Library. They do not have DVDs of Degrassi. It might just be the Beaverton City Library that has those through the Washington County system. For all y'all local listeners (laughs) wanting to get in on this game, 
Um, but again, if you're local, Movie Madness has them. And, you know, support a local nonprofit video rental store. Please join us. I'm pretty sure we're the only people who have rented them maybe ever. <laughs> yeah, because they, they definitely have like nine seasons worth of Degrassi, including some of the original series, mm-hmm. Degrassi Junior High and Degrassi High School, which I have not yet seen. But because Movie Madness has them, I... I'm probably gonna see. We can definitely add them to the list, and we know that they exist because Movie Madness put all of Degrassi under 1980s TV series. It's hard to find. <laughs> that might be why they're all still there. But we asked at the front desk, and they directed us to the right spot. It worked out. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you discovered it through your softball team. Exactly. Watched it a bunch in high school. I got really addicted to it. But it's kind of hard to find other people who watch Degrassi, um, but... People generally have an awareness of it, and mostly yeah. through Drake's ever-increasing popularity as a music sure. artist, because people will be like, what? Isn't that, isn't that that guy from Degrassi? <laughs> and yes, that is the guy from Degrassi. That's part of why I liked Drake so much when Drake was starting to get big, was like, I was like, it's Jimmy uh, from Degrassi. Sure. I mean, I think Nina Dobrev helps also yes. with a certain demo. I feel like Nina Dobrev and Drake hit like overlapping but different demographics. Mm-hmm. That's what I think. Yeah, so season three, Nina Dobrev has not appeared yet. No. To my memory, and I have like a vague memory, she comes in as already being a teen mom. Whereas a lot of plots on Degrassi are like people becoming teen moms. Nina Dobrev comes in with like a one-year-old kid. Like she switches schools and has a kid. But we haven't seen it yet. No. Um. So, so far the teen moms on Degrassi, and this is a great way to introduce the plot, include... Um, kind of the central character, Emma, her mom, um, who goes by the nickname uh, Spike. Spike. Yes. She had been a teen mom in the original series, Degrassi High School. I guess maybe not the original. Maybe that's following Degrassi Junior High. Who I don't know. There's a, there's a pair of Canadian <laughs> uh, high school dramas called Degrassi and Degrassi Junior High. And Spike um, ends up having a baby at like 16 in one of those. And that baby grows up and becomes Emma, who we are introduced to in the very first pilot episode of Degrassi, the next generation, hence the next generation. And that was really the only episode where they made any real attempt to have a real focus on any of the adults from the prior series, including Snake, who's um, Mr. Simmons, the teacher, who then goes on to marry Spike uh, later on, and as well as Joey and Caitlin, who had been previously on the show. But they're very much B-plots, always the adults, and the show definitely centers around the kids, which stands in contrast to the OC, where it's more of a balance between the adult plots and the kid mm-hmm. plots. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and also, different than the OC, all of these kids look like kids. I hate it. and loves it. I hate it. It's my favorite part of the whole thing, is that they, like, have... They're real braces, and they have their real acne, and they fucking look 14, because I'll tell you what, 14-year-olds are not fucking sexy. No. So we're having, like, 14, 15-year-olds, like, get pregnant on the show, and you're appropriately horrified, because you're just like, oh, honey. Because they're not secretly 23. Oh, no. (laughs) Yeah. So. Don't like it. I don't like it at all. (laughs) I I admit it to Anne. Lita's accustomed to the CW. I am accustomed to the CW, to Freeform. I like hot people on my screen. Mm. That's what I'm used to. Also, I think it just makes me feel really old. I think it's sort of like a... 
I dual... do feel really old watching this show. Like, people's voices are cracking. Their voices are cracking. They have acne. They have braces. They have un- really unfortunate facial hair. Oh, so bad. <laughs> Can we talk about Marco for a yes! second? Yes! Marco is the first openly gay character on Degrassi. Well, technically, isn't Dylan the first openly But he, I don't think Dylan was introduced until Marco was introduced. Oh, okay. Fair enough. So, again, no, Dylan was out, but he was, like, a side character. Mm-hmm. Um, so Paige is like, but my brother is gay, when Ashley finds out her dad is gay in season one. Yep. Um, and so the brother is Dylan. Um, so he's this, like, super babely, like, older hockey player with, like, angelic golden curls. And is, like, traditionally masculine. So he can be out in a way that is, like, comfortable in this, like, I mean, like... For 2001, normal, normally homophobic high school. Yeah. Yeah. So not great. No. But nobody is going to be, you know, beating up this golden boy, Dylan. No. Um, whereas Marco is maybe, like, less traditionally masculine. Um, he's a lot smaller, mm-hmm, too. He's which smaller. Which like plays a... Um, yeah, and for a while he's in the closet. He is in the closet. But, like, what a great gift once you leave. Right? You know. Because the only other out gay kid at your school he's is so this hot. beautiful he's hot so boy. Hot. And he's like, let's go on a date. And his flirting game is like on point. Like, yeah. Ann and I were freaking out. Oh my God. They did the whole like look down, look up. Oh my God. Ah. <laughs> it was so much. It was so much. So there's gay romance in season three, which happened, I believe, in the year 2003, which it was you were not seeing on American TV at the time. Not really, I don't believe. Mm, there was Will and Grace. Yeah. But it was all adults. Exactly. But these are like kids figuring it out. Yeah. Uh, I love it so much. Um, But yeah, we got here because Margot has this really unfortunate soul patch. Oh my God, it's so Which I, so I think he bad. gets rid of eventually, but it's I there really for now. I really hope so. Especially the soul patch with the braces is just soul like patch really and braces unfortunate. Is so bad. And it's also, that's his only facial hair. Yeah. Like, and on his whole face. Yeah. And I'm like, Marco, no, Dylan is Marco, the hotter no. one in this, in this situation. You should do something about your facial hair. Yeah, but like, yeah, emphasize those brows though, because Marco's got great brows. He has great. Good for him. Great eyebrows. So that's the reason I am glad we jumped ahead to season three, because Marco features more prominently in this mm, season. Sure, sure, sure. I don't think he was in season one at all. He was. He got introduced in season two, but as the closeted boyfriend mm-hmm. of Ellie, who's like the more like spooky, like punk goth girl. Yes. Gets all her skirts from Hot Topic. Sure. Kind Some of a look. Yeah. No eyebrows. None. But that might just be because she's ginger. She's ginger. I think it's the no eyebrows and black eyeliner. Uh, that's a bold It's look. a really, really strong combination. Yes. Um, so as someone who had never seen Degrassi ever, like the most I knew about it was Drake and Nina Dobrev <laughs> started off in yeah. Degrassi, this like whatever random Canadian TV show. I knew nothing. I knew mm-hmm. nothing. All I knew was Anne's love. For Degrassi. It's so good. And Anne and I, you know, were very attuned. I knew if Anne loved something and it wasn't scary, I would also love it. Yeah. You know, it was a pretty safe bet. When we started watching season one, I quickly realized this show does not fuck around. They they get right to the throat first second episode second episode emma the like mm. prime like the first main character yeah I guess. she's like the very ecologically conscious 
like earnest, um, self-righteous, very self-righteous, um, blonde girl who's the daughter of, of Spike from the previous series. So, um, yeah, she's introduced kind of as like the starting point to the whole universe. Mm -hmm. Um, and what happens to her Lita? Oh, in the first, in the first episode, she gets catfished by a child predator in the first episode. First, uh, she's 12. First episode, her friend is like, mm, I don't know, I, I don't know about this. Who's this person you're emailing and how come they've never called you on the phone? But she goes and meets him at, at a, a hotel, hotel where this guy comes up to her where she's sitting in the lobby. Oh yeah, I'm so and so's teacher. Like all of us are on a class trip. We're, we're like about to have pizza on the sixth floor. Do you want to go up and meet so and so? Spoiler alert, so-and-so doesn't fucking exist. Nope. Nope. He's a child predator. He's a predator. And it's honestly so uncomfortable, too. It's terrifying. Second episode. Second episode. She almost gets lured to her death. Well, she gets lured. Luckily, her friends figure out shady shit is they going hack, on they literally hack her email oh, yeah. <laughs> they like they do the whole thing where they brainstorm her password they're like yeah. what is that more like i don't know the earth turtles <laughs> but they find her mom and her mom mm-hmm. rushes her mom leaves her 10-year reunion oh yeah it was the reunion i was like they're at some event yes it was the reunion oh my god rh ah! <laughs> oh god I can you imagine if we had a 12 year old i want to die wait was it no, it no, must have been the 15-year reunion, right? Because it wasn't 20th for sure. No. Yeah, you're right. It must have been 15. Because if she had 10, a 12... If she was 12, because Wait, Spike had old? her when she was like 16, so she had two years of high school left. So she's a two-year-old when, when Spike 12. graduates. <gasps> oh, no. No! We're just having existential crisis live here on the pod. <laughs> um. It's so horrifying. next year, we're the same age, but like... Snake with the Mr. Simmons, the teacher, is like fully balding. Not to know, but like us people from our age are starting to fully bald. So like respect, you know, live your life. I wonder either those actors got unlucky because the same thing with uh, Joey. Oh yeah, they live in that harsh Canadian climate, you know. Does that make your hair fall out? I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> but her mom comes to her rescue, like pounds on the hotel door. Mm-hmm. Emma narrowly escapes. Uh, and it's horrifying. It's yeah. straight up horrifying. I don't even really remember what else happened in the first season. That's like honestly the most salient. That was the most dramatic thing to happen. The rest was mostly just introducing characters. So it was like Jimmy's dating Ashley, and oh wait, that was a crazy. Oh my gosh, this was something I told Becca yesterday. So there's an episode where for some reason Ashley and Jimmy decide they like need to have sex. They're 13. They don't need to have sex, but it's like, oh, that's a thing people who've been dating a long time do, and we've been dating a long time, so, like, should we? Neither of them really want to, but they're feeling social pressure, which is, like, messed up, but it's our culture. It's true. So, they're, like, making out on her bed, and she excuses herself because she's freaking out, and she goes and stands in the hallway outside her bedroom, and she's like, grow up, Ashley! And I'm just You're like, 13. it's you hilarious. Because it's just, it's so interesting watching it now. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, being more than twice as old mm-hmm. as these characters and just watching a 13 year old be like, grow up, have sex. I'm just, 
Oh, wow. babe, I just I'm really like, feeling my hug age you. I want to like hold you to my bosom and I'm, just be like, it's going to be okay. I'm more than two 13 year olds. <sighs> I'm almost. I still, I still got But also at the same time, I barely remember being 13. So like that's, that sounds about right. I remember being 13. I don't know. That year was like pretty. Eighth grade? I mm-hmm. mean, I could write down like a, maybe a full, like a 25 bullet points of things that happened that year, but. That's a lot of bullet points actually. But it's like minor things. Mm. I had my first boyfriend. I think that's why. Oh, I didn't have my first boyfriend until 14. Oh. My first heartbreak. I was just telling that story actually. So we were talking about camp. Mm. yesterday you have a camp boyfriend no i went to camp did he go to their school no 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 okay 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 stop getting excited um my boyfriend broke up with me while i was at camp i found out when i got back and listened to my voicemails Mm -mm. he broke up with you sorry i'm sorry (laughs) he broke up with you over voicemail while you were at camp knowing you wouldn't hear the voicemail until Uh you got back from camp yes that's like Taylor Swift and Joe Jonas. This, okay, so I'm bleeping it out of the pod, but if you DM me and ask, I will tell you the name. <laughs> okay, well, we'll get, we'll figure it out when we figure it out. This is um, such a good story. We should definitely gossip about it. <laughs> people we knew in the sixth grade way more. <laughs> we will. Don't worry about it. How did we, what? Oh, remembering our 13th year of right, life. Right, right, right. That's where this um all all came about. Yeah, I literally told that story yesterday. Would you say he was the the Craig of Mountain View Middle School? No, I mean, he was really sweet. Like, we, he had a crush on me, but he didn't ask me out until Valentine's Day because he thought it would be cute to ask me out on Valentine's Day. But, like, everyone knew, including me, that it was going to happen on Valentine's Day. Um, And the whole thing was, like, very sweet. He was my first kiss. Where did he ask you out? How did he do it? I don't remember. That I don't remember. Uh, I I have, like, little snapshots. Exactly, yeah. um, Including that, like, porn anecdote. Um, (laughs) And some, like, I remember when he watched... Remember when High School Musical came out and they had, like, the sing-along version and the dance-along version? I watched the dance-along version with him and some of my friends. Was he Mormon? No, really Christian. Okay. Yeah. Because I would say Mormons love to dance, so it would have made sense. Mormons love to dance. Yeah, I don't know. Just, like, really, really... Which is just... It's funny how little I've changed in that respect. Like, I think I was in a very, very similar place then. Being, like, understanding, like, this is your religion and this yeah, is what you believe in. Yeah, I guess in. this is, like, causing you real pain. Yeah. But also, like, let's talk about how some of the... There's, like, structural forces at play yeah. here. Exactly. Exactly. I was a very evolved 13-year-old, Anne. This is why we were friends. Indeed. I don't, yeah, I feel like, I don't know if I was like super evolved, but I definitely was like, you know, able to criticize some of the things. And I feel like I definitely knew porn was normal. I started reading fan fiction when I was 10. Oh, dude. Yeah. I told you about that fan fiction I found on Quizilla of all places. Wait, have you told me that story? Oh, I don't know, but I'll have, okay, so. I'm (laughs) late on me. (laughs) Some very important formative fan fiction for me was on not on fanfiction.net not on anywhere else but it was on quizilla of all places which was like before buzzfeed before everything was a really just a platform for quizzes like yep. make your own quizzes mm-hmm. and so this really creative 16 year old girl made a like like an rpg fanfiction harry potter sexy quiz where like the answers to your quiz like would determine the next plot arc in the fanfiction wow and it was fucking hot. So, 
yeah, that's really shaped a lot of who I am today, I really believe. That's fair. I mean, I went back after Anne's little birthday picnic at the park situation. Mm-hmm. Um, for some reason, I was talking to someone, and the fanfiction I wrote when I was 14 mm-hmm. came up, and I went back on fanfiction.net to uh, find that old fanfiction. And I was like, wow, wow. I I wrote a lesbian sex scene at 14. Hot. And I just was there didn't or... even wonder. No. <laughs> no. But that felt normal. <laughs> Whew, okay. <laughs> so that was that was a little fun. Yeah, everything I wrote was so gay. Well, on both you know. sides. Now you know. I mean, now I do. <laughs> it takes time sometimes. Hashtag Pride Month. Woo! Yeah, yeah. We're recording this on the very last day of Pride Month. And uh, I really feel blessed uh, on the one hand because Lil Nas X, I believe, has come out. As something. Welcome! Heyo! We love you. You're a pride and joy. You're everything. Lil Nas X. I love it. Um, and then Billy Ray Cyrus will come back to it. We'll come back like, to it. That's related. Oh, yeah. Shocker. <laughs> I have a clip. Um, <laughs> meanwhile, uh, Taylor Swift still has not come out as bi, despite... If she even is. I, I also I like, don't really think she is, If honestly. you haven't by now, it's a fucking slap in the face. Like, you know? It, it feels appropriative. I'm sorry. You're wearing a pink and purple and blue wig in your video, you know, and you're inviting all these like queer icons to be in your video and you're deciding to spell the word glad with two A's and but really the song is all about the beef you have with Kim Kardashian and Katy Perry and Katy and like um, the rest of us are over that. Like yeah. it's 2019. We love that shit back in 2016. Yep. You had a whole album since then. Yep. I'm bored. I'm bored, Taylor. Release something good. Release something gay, please. Because, like, I need some gay content from you. You can't just, like, pull Haley Kiyoko up on stage and say, call it gay because she's beautiful and lesbian and perfect. She is. And it's not going to rub off on you. That's not how it works. Nope. And, or even Brendan Urie, like, you made that song straight. And that's hard to do because Brendan Urie is, like, sexy to everybody. Yeah. Those, those eyebrows. Oof. That voice. Oof. Yeah, I think I think she kind of sucks. Like I, I when everyone was like, "Oh, it's time for Taylor Swift to come out," I was like, "Ooh, I think you're gonna be really disappointed, though." Remember when Rachel Dolezal earlier this month came out as bi, and people were like, "Nope, we don't want you." <laughs> it's it feels kind of like that. It's like Taylor Swift comes out. It's like, okay, well, but she's not. I don't think she's going to. I think she's like, look at me. I'm the best ally in the entire world. Oh my god. No, she's not. I I know that. I know that. I think she just like thinks she's who part is of the best culture. ally in the entire Ooh, world. Ooh, interesting question, Anne. Besides us, mm. but we're also you know part of the community, but still. Um, I mean, you can be a part of the community and be allied with other parts you can, of the community. You can, you can, you can. I, I feel, I think we're up there. But I'll punch somebody in the face. Who is the best like heterosexual day. ally? Carly Rae Jepsen. Carly Rae Jepsen is up there. For sure. 100%. Also, I think anyone in a CW show or a freeform show who plays gay, like Michael Flamis. Who's our friend from Glee? Is he straight? Our friend from Glee. I'm going to need a little more help there, Darren Chris. <laughs> Darren Chris. Darren Chris is the ultimate ally. I mean, I think there's some sort of weirdness where he's not exactly become typecast, but like has played a lot of 
yeah, he'll queer play gay roles, parts, but he's not but he's, identifying that he way. He doesn't identify that way. Well, he's hot and he makes us look, us, the queer community, look hot. He makes us look hot and he's a really good actor and he, he kind of has, mm, okay, so I don't, hmm. <laughs> I, like, strongly believe Harry Styles is bi. It's like... Oh, yeah. But he has that, like, Harry Styles, Shawn Mendes energy, that, like, almost feminine energy. Sensitive boys. You know? It's the sensitive boy. But it even, like, goes beyond sensitive boy, because it doesn't go to, like, sensitive, whiny, everything's about me yeah. boy. It's Boys like, that would write a beautiful poem about their friendship with another boy. Yeah, exactly. Boys that would, like, hug shirtless and not feel weird about it. Yeah. You know? <laughs> future of gender darren chris is a great ally i think that's um a very good point Anne. thank you yeah if you have somebody who you think is a number one top heterosexual ally to the <laughs> queer community tweet us at vodka because <laughs> we actually do want to know we do want to know our list is darren chris yeah but we're pretty drunk and that's all we came up michael vlamis i think i'm i'm adding michael vlamis to the list i don't give a shit whomst oh my god michael Remind from me. roswell Oh, yeah. He's straight? Yes. Oh, I'm so disappointed. But, 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 this is on my list. I might talk about it again later. But um, Alex from Roswell mm-hmm. and from Pretty Little Liars, Tyler Blackburn, is bi. He came out very recently. <gasps> I'm so happy. I know. I knew you would he's, be. He's so beautiful. He's so beautiful. And his I know. eyebrows are so nice. He has, you described them in the last episode as Chase Crawford eyebrows. <laughs> I'm so happy. I know. Yeah, he had a really great um, coming out article in The Advocate, and I recommend it. It was very, I don't know. I love it. I love showering newly out people with joy. Except for Rachel fucking Dolezal. Go back to the hole you crawled out of. We don't want you in our community. Nor do we want Taylor Swift. If you decide that it's your time to come out, we'll say... I will accept Taylor Swift into the bisexual community if she breaks up the marriage between Carly Kloss and that Kushner boy. Joshua Kushner. They got married again. But they just got married. No, it's been like a couple months, Anne. They pulled a Joe Jonas and Sophie Turner. Like, they had the ceremony and then they had, like, the big wedding. Did Taylor Swift go to the second one? I don't know. She didn't go to the first one. She did not go to the first one. But it was also on, like, a Tuesday or a Thursday. Something stupid I know. We talked about it. I know. I know. Carly Kloss. I don't think she was there. You don't think? But. Ew. Uh, my cowboy heart. Ew. He's a Kushner. He's not a cowboy. Ew. Also, she's taller than him. Like, no shade to the short She's probably wearing there, heels. But... And she's a model. And she's, she's probably model. already she, I think she's 5'11". Five, like, she's tall. Carly yeah. Kloss is tall. We don't support this coupling. But anyway, that is the blood price that I demand, is if you can break that couple up as you come out, then Taylor Swift can be part of the bi community. I mean, they already had a Vogue spread together. Yeah, I think that's, I think that's fair. You know, as much as you've sort of, like, appropriated gay culture and sort of... Or, like, use it for decoration, yeah. Exacerbated the capitalization of... She's made a lot of money off of gay imagery. So unless you break up Carly Kloss and Joshua Kushner, we won't have you. Yeah. You're not allowed. 
I really need to you to like speak truth to power and like actually mess up some billionaires' lives in a real way. Mess them up. You have power. You have more power than you probably even realize. Mm-hmm. You could use it for more important things than being like, look at all these gay people I can put in my music video. Come on, Taylor. It's shitty. It's shitty. And the song's not even that good. The song is bad. If it was like a good song, I'd be like, oh, hell yeah, but it's a bad song. And she's only released bad songs since 1989. Yes. It's so frustrating. It's so frustrating. To that. 1889. 1889. That would have been a different album. That's a parody album for you. I would listen to it. Can we make an album, 1889? Yes. 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 Since 1989, which... I find a lot of value in because it was like two thirds about Harry Styles. Excellent. Honestly, all songs should be about Harry Styles. All songs should be about Harry Styles or Shawn Mendes or one of the Jonases. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, you're right. Reputation really didn't have any good songs. It has songs that are listenable if you're in the right mood, but, but you have to be in a specific mood. Jams. No, they're like, not jams. I'm not gonna jam. She out. hasn't had a jam since 1989. Yeah. Because Shake It Off was good. Shake It Off was a jam. Um, While the Streams is pretty good. Um, How You Get the Girl is pretty good. Blank Space Blank is pretty Space good. Blank Space is so fucking good. Um, I really like Style. Surprise, surprise, surprise. Yeah, I mean, eventually, maybe, maybe when Lover comes out on August 23rd, as she announced recently, instead of listening to Lover or providing a review of Lover, I will go song by song through 1989 and tell you which ones are about Harry Styles. <laughs> uh, it, yeah, it's hard because it's like, I, if the singles aren't good, there's no way the album is good. And no. Me has not been good. Me was and not good. What, what even is the song we're talking about You now? need to calm down. Oh, that, it's pretty bad. It's bad. It's a bad song. Um, I would say, I wouldn't even call it not good. I would call it bad. That's a bad song. Um, and it's so it's like, I don't have a lot of promise. Do you, do we have a Taylor Swift on Taylor Street too? I think we should. August 23rd. Okay. You don't know where I live on Taylor Street or what side of town I'm on, but. Nope. It's pretty, it's pretty vague. Uh, yes. We'll have, uh, Taylor Swift on Taylor Street. Take two. August 23rd. Mark Lover. Lover. We'll have to decide how we want to, cause we did the Ouija board last time. Mm-hmm. So we'll need, like, tarot something. Tarot cards. Tarot cards. We could do tarot well, cards. Well, we have to do something mystical, but it doesn't have to be Ouija. Yeah. Stay tuned. Maybe we'll YouTube some of it, because shit was funny. Like, Taylor Swift on Taylor Street was that, funny. That, honestly, we've posted a plenty of good parties at this apartment, but that's one of my favorites. It was when Becca asked who Taylor Swift voted for in the last election. That was I. We asked the Ouija board. <laughs> And then she didn't answer at first, and we asked another question, but then the marker went to first four and then five. So, like, you draw your own conclusion. But also, we're, like, pretty sure she didn't vote for... We're pretty sure she didn't vote. Yeah, that's true. I think that's where we landed. Because she was like... She was like, no, we were like, Taylor Swift loves the gays, apparently. Whether or not that's problematic, that's for you to decide. But, yeah, I don't really see her voting for Hillary Clinton. She loves taking the gays' money. Who would Taylor money. Swift vote for? Right now? Out of our current presidential candidates, which we're going to get to later on, and we're going to relate to Degrassi, and you're going to be amazed. But before we get there, Taylor, you, Taylor who, Swift would vote for Joe Biden. Because ah! she doesn't do the homework, you know? And she's like, he likes ice cream. I like ice cream. Joe Biden. 
That's so Leslie sad. Nope likes him, therefore I must like him, you know? Leslie Nope has evolved. Like, yeah, she has. Leslie Nope would be like, mm, I'm over it, Joe. You've disappointed it's me. Elizabeth Warren all the way. Lizzie. Yeah. Lizzie 2020. Yes. But Taylor Swift, you're right, has not no. has not evolved along. No. If she did her homework, she knows she wouldn't she wouldn't use shade in her song. I barely even use shade because that's I know that's even as part of the queer community it doesn't belong to me because I'm not like a person of color. Mm. Taylor. Taylor. Where how did we get here? Speaking I genuinely have no idea. Anyway. I was going to go back to my Degrassi notes. <laughs> Speaking of other people who play music that we don't like very much, let's talk about Craig Manning on Degrassi. Oh my god. Craig Manning. Craig is the worst. So he came on the scene in season two, which we skipped, and we skipped most of the drama around like how come... He is an orphan now and lives with Joey Jeremiah. Uh, so, you know, he's got a lot of challenges in his life. But when we meet him, he's dating Ashley. Um, Ashley has broken up with Jimmy. She's dating Craig now. And, like, you know, for high school, he's a cute boy. He's got a leather jacket. He plays the guitar. Uh, his acne's not as bad as everybody else's, which is Aww. really the, the bar, how, the, how, how low the bar is when you're in high school. But also, he, like, sucks a lot. He sucks so bad. Yeah. I take myself to my notes that I took. I didn't take a lot of notes during Degrassi because, weirdly, Degrassi is kind of a hard show to take notes about. I don't know. I don't know what it is. It's all over the place. We cycle through different characters' arcs, like, at a rapid pace. That's true. Um, But after I wrote, I see fedoras are making a comeback. That was a quote. Oof. Uh, also, another quote, boy bands, curse them and their fancy footwork. <laughs> Who the fuck knows? Uh, but I wrote, Craig is a sack of shit. And then Ian pointed out, today, Craig is Luke from The Bachelorette. Yeah. Well, he was in a specific <laughs> instance because there was, like, something that Ashley, like, really needed him and wanted him to say about, like, how he had treated her. And he just, like picked that up from context clues and repeated it back at her, which is a habit that Luke, the villain of this season's Bachelorette, has. He just, like, hears, like, he's just, like, picks up feedback from Hannah, the Bachelorette, and, like, repeats it back to her. And she's like, okay, good enough, and, like, moves him on to the next round. And I'm like, no, he's just repeating what you want to hear. And yep. not even in a good a way as Brian did on <laughs> Rachel's season. Zing! I think they're still together. Whatever. They're still together. Whatever. She deserves better. Um, so anyway, Luke sucks and Craig is basically Luke, but also Craig's excuse is that he's like 15 and Luke is fully like 24. So, yeah. and God came to him in the shower and told him to stop <laughs> being a whore. First of all, God wants us to be whores. You can quote me. <laughs> and God wants us to be whores. You know, when I'm editing this podcast, I'll decide if I want to keep that or not. For now, I'm tossing the coin. So I'll take a deep breath in case I want to make a cut right here. But the point is, we don't approve of Craig. We don't think he's good enough for Ashley, who he had been dating, or honestly, for Manny. Oh my God. Okay. I'm going to tell you what happens. Please okay. tell me. Lita, I want to So know. Ashley and Craig are dating after mm-hmm. Ashley and Jimmy bro- break up. We yeah. didn't watch the second season. I have There's no idea what happened. There's some subplot relating to her use of MDMA. It doesn't oh, matter. Oh, right, 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 right. Okay. So she gets together with Craig, 
And yeah, they're like 15. Yeah. They have some problems. I don't really remember what the problems were, but Ashley and Craig are like going through a time. Well, yeah, it's like they're also deciding if they want to have sex and she's really not sure. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And he's Which also like kind of sure, but not as sure. 15. Yeah. 15. Yeah. So Craig sleeps with Manny, who is, to be fair, the hottest on the show. Yeah, much. she's like, this year I'm going to be a babe. So she starts dressing like oh, super sexy. Oh my God, she wears a thong like two inches above her pants. And she rocks it so hard. No, like it's no. not. It's not it's school a bad appropriate. Look. It's a bad it's look. It's not school appropriate, but she is a babe. She's a babe, but like, honestly, that detracts from her babeness. It was a little tacky just because the rhinestones. Tacky. It's Wearing your underwear above your pants. Yeah. The whale tail has fallen out of fashion. Male or female or otherwise. Bad look. No one wants to see your underwear. I'm sorry. Unless you're just in your underwear. No one wants to see your underwear above your pants. It better be cute underwear. But like. But even then like. Wait. There's a time and a place. You know? Mm-hmm. What, but like School a lacy bralette though, a lacy bralette. We're... Lacy bralette is different. But okay, like, I just you're... wanted to defend the lacy bralette. <laughs> no, 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 no. Also, they weren't at lacy bralettes yet. In no, 2003. This, is a, this is a whale tail thong situation. Um, but in the early 2000s and now, we don't need to see your underwear. That's not a bra. I mean, mm-hmm. like underwear specifically, your panties. Yeah. Uh, no one wants. I want to be pleasantly surprised when I see your underwear. Exactly. Again, like that's something we share with certain people, not the entire school. Right. You know? Right. Again, not in a slut-shaming way, just in a like, I don't like it. Well, also like, who are you showing off for? Because every other teenager here looks like ass and not in a fun way. Oh my God, they're so ugly. (laughs) (laughs) Like, what's the point of being the hottest person in school when everybody else fucking sucks? I have no idea. So and Manny is the hottest person in Manny the school. Manny is the hottest person in the school, followed by Dylan, yeah. Paige's gay brother. Beautiful, angelic, gay man, hockey player. He carries around a football, and you're yeah. like, yes. And third place is Drake. Aubrey Third Graham. place is Aubrey Graham. <laughs> but, okay, so Ashley and Craig. or Also, Craig, is there a less sexy name than Craig? That's my dad's name, so no. <laughs> No, I'm I'm fully on board. It's not for me. It's really not a sexy okay, name. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, What's my, your dad's name? My dad's name is Michael. So oh, that's, that's like so more, common that you can't even it's, tell how it's too sexy. complicated. Yeah. Like Michael from Roswell, you know, like yeah. it's just it's too common a name mm-hmm. to whatever. It's fine. We're just gonna breeze past that one anyway. Ashley and Craig. So Craig, Manny goes full horn dog. She's like, I'm She's ready all up in to bone. It is time. Her this hormones is my moment. Are possessing her i'm like buy a fucking vibrator you know yeah she really could have benefited from that she instead decides that having sex with craig is a great idea spoiler alert not a great idea it's not a great idea i think it's both of their first times it is both of their first times he does not wear a condom there's no way he's good at it he did not wear a condom Mm. he's like oh you said it was all good i thought that meant that you were on birth control no it meant that she was okay to have sex with you what the fuck so there's no communication it's in a cold garage yeah like that certainly doesn't smell good that's where they practice with their band the downtown sasquatch (laughs) downtown sasquatch of which Jimmy slash Aubrey Graham slash Drake is a part. He plays the guitar. Yeah, Anne points out. Oh, my phone's upside down. Um, Anne points out. All these people can say they were in a band with Drake. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Spinner and Craig and Marco. Like 
were f- all fully in a band with Drake at one point in their lives. They played. They performed with Drake. They performed with Drake when so. he was Aubrey Graham, but like still, yeah. Oh my god. Um. Anyway, they do it. They do it, and she gets super pregnant, which we find out because she's practicing and training really hard for gymnastics. And then her friend Emma is like, hey, can I borrow a tampon? And Manny's like, oh, yeah, sure. I haven't used mine in a while. And Emma's like, uh, what? Anyway, she gets a pre- she gets a pregnancy test done and she's fully prego. Prego. Very upsetting at 14. I'm horrified. Yeah. A fr- Craig of all people. And not that there was anybody at this high school who'd be like, oh, worth it. But certainly not Craig. Literally, no. It reminds me of when I went to the gynecologist. I still see the same gynecologist, but I saw the gynecologist when I was 16, and she was like, you know what, Lita? Some people are worth, you know, the risk of getting HPV. Some of them, not so much. It's true. It was like almost verbatim. Exactly like that. And you, it's like a risk assessment. You have to decide in the moment, like, is this worth the risk? And Craig was not worth the risk of getting HPV. He's such a fuckboy just because he wears a leather jacket and plays the guitar. doesn't mean he's like... This dreamboat. No, he's super mediocre looking. And like, to he's be really fair, so is almost everyone. But rude to people too. He's, he only thinks about himself. He's very selfish. Very so Like, as Anne pointed out, there is no way he was good in bed. There's no, no way he was even remotely mediocre. No. It was probably like 30 seconds. Bing, bang, boom. He's never like, heard of the clitoris. Never. Never. Probably didn't even pay attention to her boobs. He probably, oh my god, this is like one of my biggest pet peeves. My dad is going to listen to this. We might have to edit this part out. You but, just tell me, girl. We, you know, that's why we do the double listen. <laughs> uh, I hate when people squeeze your boobs. Like the whole thing. Just like <laughs> squeeze it. I'm like, I feel nothing. <laughs> I feel literally nothing. Have you ever like um, been like in a sleepover or whatever and then like, your friend's cat comes and crawls up on you and starts kneading your boob. I'm super large cat, so no. So no, but that's happened to me. Oh, okay. And I'll just wake up and be like, excuse you. <laughs> and it reminds me of that when that happened. <laughs> so yeah, that's. I'm sure that's what he was doing. He was like squishing her yeah, boob squishing in his it. hand and like, like Hong Kong. going to town, totally not understanding what she needed in that experience but because she was a horn dog and because she was 14 she didn't know any better yeah i'm sure she didn't even know what, know what to ask for either there's so, i wouldn't so have Man- known so many got pregnant and she didn't even get to come that's what we're gonna decide. she 100 percent did not come yeah there yeah. is no fucking way in hell sorry about it Mandy. there was any orgasms coming from manny so that was the major drama in the midpoint of season three that mm-hmm. I was just like waiting for. I was, when I suggested that we skip ahead to season three, I had the That's pair of episodes in mind. Of. And I'll tell you why, because Degrassi, this is an abortion storyline. Manny does not become a teen mom. Nope. Unlike Spike, she's like, you know, this really isn't the right thing for me right now. I'm barely mature enough to handle my own shit. I'm a child. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to do this. So her mom drives her to the clinic. She gets an abortion. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it wasn't an easy decision, but it was the right one. Did Craig like it? No, but Craig's a piece of shit. He got really excited about the idea of being a dad. He got a little bit too excited about it. And I get that's because he's like, has some like family background stuff that makes yeah. him want to belong to something. So I get it. But also he's just going to dictate what happens here. Nope. I was looking for a specific 
Drake thing in my Tumblr likes. So do you remember when Spotify was promoting Drake's most recent album and how they went like so extra with it? They really did. So this Tumblr post says Spotify in all caps. You will listen to Drake and you will like it. Me. But I want to Spotify in all caps. Drake! <laughs> doing There's also like 25 songs on all of his albums. Who has the time? I know. No. This person says doing the most. Like really? Really? Drake has taken over Spotify as he's currently the face of every playlist on oh the streaming service. Oh god. Apparently he's Bachata. Bachata? Bachata? No. Bachata he is too. Not. He was on the playlist called Bachata Lovers. No. Dude, why is Drake on all of my playlists even best of British? Spotify is bowing over for an artist like this is weak. Oh, what does this say? Seriously, the front page is full of Drake. Ambient Drake? LOL. Fuck off. Oh my god. When I saw drunk on the amb- When I saw drunk. <laughs> when I saw Drake on the ambient music page, it made me want to hear an ambient music Drake side project. I really want to hear him do the music of every playlist he's featured on. <laughs> Metalcore Drake, Shoegaze Drake, Bluegrass Drake. This is actually something I think he'd do well. K-pop Drake. And actually, I would listen to K-pop Drake all day long. Classical Drake, Melodic Death Drake, My Little Pony Drake. Oh no. <laughs> Anyway, that's the only Drake-related thing I have in my Tumblr likes. But yeah, Spotify, Drake owned Spotify there for a for a second. Man, yeah, he is all over that spot. Bachata lovers. Well, anyway, when Drake sings about starting from the bottom, now we hear the bottom is what we're talking about today, which is Degrassi, which Degrassi. he spent his formative years playing Jimmy. Jimmy. Who is, to be fair, one of the hottest and one of the best actors on the show. As Anne and I discussed relatively recently, not on this pod, but between ourselves, this show, the acting, not great. It's not great. <laughs> but it's teens doing their best. It's teens doing their best, but like Jimmy, no, not Jimmy. Yes, Jimmy and Dylan are like two of the best actors mm-hmm. on the show. Mm-hmm. It's like kind of rough. Yeah. I'm not gonna yeah, lie. Yeah, and even Manny does this thing where she, like, sticks to a tone of voice and then just, like, has this, like, pained smile and then talks about how nobody wants her at the party She smiles anymore. when she cries, and I'm like, and this so feels super weird. She just says things a lot like this, and you can tell she doesn't really feel it in her heart. No, she doesn't. And then Emma talks a lot like this, and she moves her head and is very righteous all the time. She hasn't grown into her shoulders yet. Not yet, but she does turn into a babe. It just takes time, you know? I believe it. And then Spinner always talks like this and is dropping casual homophobia. Until he decides to be the best wingman of all time. Yeah. And, like, he is coaches... A, he is a bro to his friend Marco. He coaches Marco through, like, going on a date with Dylan. And it's so, so, so cute. And he's they like, go you to just the gotta movies. ask him out, man. Yeah. And he even goes to Dylan. And he's like, Marco really likes you. Yeah. Oh, my God. I if I had a friend in high school who would do that to my crushes. Be like, hey, so-and-so really likes you. Or, like, Anne really likes you. And, like, I think you should ask her out, like. What that would be. Can I tell you what happened recently? I'm like triggered by people trying to wing man slash woman slash just wing person. Wing person. Wing person me because when Ella got really drunk in college, she would be like, oh my God, my friend Leah is so pretty. Like that was, that was what she did. Um, And recently I went to my roommate's boyfriend's birthday party Mm -hmm. and he really wanted me to meet his friend 
Mike. Mm-hmm. And so I get to the name. party. Awkward. <laughs> um, I get to the party and people are talking about like ping pong. And I was like, okay, I'll go like watch people play ping pong. He was like, Mike, Mike, we're going to go play ping pong. And I was like, I have to run away right now. Oh, no. Right now. Oh, no. I just... Why are the only people who wing person, like, really bad at it? I love you, Ella. I love well, you to pieces. I mean, is there but... a point being a subtle wing person? I feel like you need you to be You can be, be an effective wing obvious. person. What does effective look like? I think more direct than being like, Rah! Oh, you can't just arrange the circumstances. You have to be like, hey, I think you should sleep with so-and-so. Let me know or what like, you Or like, hey, need. what do you think of so-and-so? Because... I think they like you slash I think you would like them slash. Right. You know, instead of being like ping pong. I'm taking notes. I'm literally taking notes. Look at how pretty this person is. You know, like I think direct is the best approach. It always is. And at least then it gets it out of the way. Like, I mean, I wasn't that attracted to Mike. Hopefully Jason does not listen to this podcast. But um, if that had been more of the conversation, like, hey, Mike, that's Hannah's roommate Lita. Like, what do you think? Or like, hey, Lita, that's my friend Mike. Like, what do you think? Also, what a dream to ask, like, what level of attractive you are to somebody. Because I think about everybody I know. Like, I'm like, oh, yeah, would I do it? For sure. With them? Yes. Or like, "Mm, no. Or like, "Mm, under these circumstances. Maybe. So I have an answer in my mind for 100% of people. Really? I don't know if it's 100%. I'm exaggerating because I'm drunk. but Fair enough. I know, I'm feeling it. Sorry, the sloppy pod birthday pod, yeah. baby. But if someone's ever like, oh, what do you think of so-and-so? They're like, oh, I hadn't thought about it. I'm like, bullshit. Mm. You've thought about it at least a little mm. bit. Fair enough. I did not meet Mike. I was scared. So, anyway. I'm looking back through my Degrassi notes to see if anything else. I said most of these children are not good actors. I stand by that. Uh, at one point, Ashley starts singing a song that starts with, I'm lost in the void of eternity. Oh, yeah. She's gone through it. She's going through some shit. So, something that we decided... Oh, actually. Okay. Before we play the game of which political candidate is which Degrassi mm-hmm. character, I want to update you on Degrassi. Where are they now? Lovely. I found an article in Entertainment Weekly. Drake. Try, try to skim over any spoilers, Starting with though. Drake. Because there's, like, stuff that you don't even know about. This show is so intense. Maggie spoiled the Drake getting in a wheelchair thing. So well, that's yeah, like, I think everybody knows that. Jimmy I didn't know that. But do you know how and whose fault School it is? School shooting. I don't know who shoots. Okay, well, then I'll, let's try and stay spoiler-free <laughs> okay, then, okay, Lita. Okay, 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 okay. Uh, yeah, it just says Jimmy was shot by another student. Um, before Drake made it big as a rapper, he was simply Aubrey Graham, the Canadian team. Team? Teen, who played Jimmy Price. Nina Dobrev. She played Mia Jones, a single mom who embarks on a modeling career. Yeah, I remember that. She goes straight from Degrassi to The Vampire Diaries. Nice. And yeah, it was her first pilot season, and mm-hmm. she just fucking books The Vampire Diaries. And I pointed out while we were at Movie Madness today that she really, like, upgrades from season six she when had she's been like, dating jt dorky class clown yeah and she then goes to fucking ian summerhalder and paul wesley like yep. 
ooh, mm. baby. And then she dates Ian Somerhalder for several oh. years. They broke up. I was, like, really upset about it. That was one of the celebrity breakups that, like, got to me. Mm-hmm. Anyway. And then Sinead Grimes, who I pointed out, I was like, that's the girl from 90210. Yes. Before she was on 90210, she was in Degrassi. Yes. She was somebody's younger sister. Darcy Edwards. She's introduced in season four, so we might see her after when we try and sober up. Yeah, she has some dramatic plot lines, I remember. Yeah, they're kind of intense. Super jazzed. Okay, Miriam McDonald, Emma. She has had a few small credits. She was on like an episode of Orphan Black. Yeah, appearing briefly in Orphan Black and the 2014 horror movie Wolves. Oh, no. She currently works as a real estate agent. Oh, good for her. Random. Okay. Um, Daniel Clark, who plays Sean. Okay. Oh, he's kind of cute now. Yeah, he grew into his face. He grew into his face. After appearing in shows like Goosebumps and Are You Afraid of the Dark? Wow. He's got a lot of 90s cred. Uh, he was in Juno. Really? Apparently. He who quit did he acting and attended Steve? I don't know who Steve is. I haven't seen Juno in a really long time. Um, he quit acting and attended you. NYU. Recently, he reunited with Drake, Laura Collins, and um, and the kid who plays Marco at the Toronto premiere of We Are Disorderly. Oh, all right, all right. It's not like a reunion. Um, you just happen to see them there. Manny. Very beautiful. Lovely dimples. Very be- she was nice in the CTV show The LA Complex. All right. Uh, she voiced the character of Tammy on Rick and Morty. I don't know who Tammy is. I don't know either uh craig oh oh my gosh look how craig aged that's strange he's just like shorter hair bigger glasses shorter hair bigger glasses uh uh, he's diagnosed with bipolar disorder that's in real life no in season four Uh, well i mean his notable credits include touring for spring awakening an american idiot he's not that good he had a is that a guitarist a singer i'm sure oh huh yeah i don't know ann he had a brief stint as the alternate for peter parker in spider-man turn off the dark isn't that where people died and they had to stop i mean they got injured i don't know if they died but yeah i feel like someone like almost died if they it was a fiasco of a of a broadway show yeah is that Broadway, though? Um, he was also in Beautiful, the Carol King musical, which Melissa mm, Benoist okay. was in. So he's a vocalist on Broadway. He's a vocalist on Broadway. Um, and then Laura Collins, who plays Paige. Didn't really do anything interesting. And then Marco. Wow, I'm, like, kind of dizzy. I'm not going to lie. Um, didn't really do anything. I think then it gets into, like, people who didn't really do anything. It was. Yeah. I mean, those are the main the main crew. We got our faves. We didn't even cover yet, like, most of the drama that went down. Just the stuff that, like, really caught our attention. The storylines are super attached to. I love this show so much. This show is bananas. Okay, I just want to tell an anecdote, though. Um, When we were first starting this show, and I was like, mm, yeah, the, I love the Degrassi theme song. The Degrassi theme song slaps. And then season one... It's like this, like child's chorus. Are we gonna goes, perform the song? And it goes how it goes, and you guys are like, you're like, and you thought this slaps, and I was like, I don't know, maybe I'm remembering it different, I don't know. But then we watch more and more episodes, and we start to marathon them, and maybe they add like a different vocal backing track on season three, 
And Lita, does this song slap or what? I mean, <laughs> slap is like a strong way to frame it. But like when it comes on, do you want to sing it's along? It's a catchy song. Anne sings along every time. <laughs> she sings along every time. Yeah. It starts out. Bom, bada, bom, bada, bom, bada, bom. <laughs> and it goes, the chorus. Okay. Whatever it takes. Ooh, ooh. I, know I know I can make it through. Ha. If I hold out. If I do. I know I can make it through. Be the best. That's my favorite part when she goes, be the best. And sings that part every time. The best that I can be. And this is not me trying. This is me just evoking my emotions. Sure, sure, sure. Um, you know, and then it goes on and on. Um, Those are the most memorable, memorable say moments. What I say to you whatever it takes. Ooh, I know. I know I can make it through. It's so much fun. <laughs> and it, honestly, if I listen back to this and I hate my voice so much, I'll throw the real, I'll throw the real theme song in there. Do you want to um, assess? the democratic candidates yes. as degrassi characters because yes. i really really want to do that and i will tell you what inspired this whole concept which was a moment when jt is talking to liberty about the formal which is a really really inappropriate culturally appropriative bollywood night stance right it's the kind of thing that maybe like there was something about it in 2003 you're like i don't know about this and now that it's 2019 you can fully articulate it no like this is cultural appropriation and shouldn't have been done without the consultation of a like asian pacific islander student council yeah and to emphasize that point i turned to Anne and i was like are they going to an indian wedding no no it's just a school dance that they're going to in saris it's bad. Anyway. And they um, only have like two or three Indian students and none of them are speaking characters. No. Not at all. But they are talking about the formal JT and Liberty. And I was like, oh my God. Because Liberty is like so extra. Like yeah. she's one of the most extra characters. And I was like, you know what? Cory Booker was just like Liberty mm-hmm. when he was young. Like he mm-hmm. was that level of extra. Because he's that level of extra like as an adult. Indeed. Um, and then Anne was like, oh my god, what if we compared the Democratic candidates to characters of Degrassi? So now we're going to start. Okay. Who would you like to start with? Because we already have Cory Booker figured out. Do you want to throw a candidate at me and then I'll throw a Degrassi character at you and you'll tell me if you agree? Yes. I would love to throw at you Joe Biden. Joe Biden is Craig. Yeah! Yes. Because he sucks. Because he sucks so bad. And yeah. he has no self-awareness. And he doesn't get why he sucks. He no, thinks he, he doesn't. He thinks he's doing great. He thinks he's great. He's like, he's that scene where Craig is approaching Ashley in the music store. And he's like, hey, sorry about everything. And she's like, oh. He's like, yeah, sorry about when I made fun of your lyrics in class. And she's like, that's what you're sorry about? Mm-hmm. Not the fact that you impregnated a ninth grader? Yep. And he's like, what like he doesn't even get no he doesn't get it and that's when ashley writes the whole song about him um so that's joe biden because like he knows enough to say he knows enough that he knows he should say he's sorry but he does not yet understand about what and he doesn't feel sorry yeah 
Amen to that, sister. I've, I have an answer for Elizabeth Warren, but I'm curious what your answer for Elizabeth Warren is and whether they're the same. Well, because I know about Liberty's later character development, I wanted oh. to talk. I wanted to say Liberty. Okay. But at this point in the season, I'd say Liz Warren. I don't know. I said Emma. Emma? She's very earnest. She's very earnest. And, and she has opinions and she's motivated to act. And she's super, like, she's not shy. Right. Like, she will state her opinion. She and will she's challenge made, she's people. she's made a mistake or two in her she's time. She's made a mistake or two. She stands up to people. Like, she's a very strong character. Yeah. And that, for me, is that she tries. right all the time? No. No. But she'll go to bat for you. But she'll go to bat for you. And even if she doesn't necessarily think you're in the right, like, she will probably stand up for you. Yeah. Or at least she'll have a very frank conversation with you about it. And, yeah, that's, from what I know, again, only seeing the first and third seasons, I see Emma. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For mm-hmm. Elizabeth Warren, personally. Okay. What about Bernie? Does Bernie have a oh my grassy God, Bernie. Bernie... For me, when I think of Bernie Sanders, I think of somebody who is, like, chaotic good. Mm-hmm. And so if I think about that, I don't know. I wonder if he's, like, a blend of two characters. Mm-hmm. Like, two characters? Like, he's, like, you know, when, when Spinner is on your side. Yeah. Because Spinner will do anything for his friends. Yeah. But also, he has this, like, streak of homophobia that really sucks. Yeah. And I don't want to pin that on Bernie but right Bernie now. Bernie sometimes kind of sucks also. Not he does like... suck a little bit. Like, he's not always quite got it. <laughs> and his dismissal of, like, quote-unquote identity politics, I was like, okay, but, like, let's think about structural racism a little bit deeper, though. A little bit. Like, just because you marched into the 1960s doesn't mean that you've been an ally Mm -hmm. that entire time yep i need to see more from you senator Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and also why did you vote yes on sesta and fosta i need to know maybe he's like a blend of spinner and toby interesting like definitely in the good column and with like the heart of spinner and maybe like the dorkiness of toby who's like more of like the nerd character he's actually a stepbrother and someone who doesn't have a lot of self-awareness jt's friend yeah yeah okay i buy that what about beto Beto's Jimmy. Ah! Kind of just like, oh, who are you? But also like, uh, I don't know, buddy, about all of the things you have going on. Like some of the time you're great, some of the time you're not. Is there a Marianne Williamson equivalent? <laughs> In the main cast? Because can I tell you, I love Emily Favreau. We're essentially the same person. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just not blonde and I'm not from Ohio. But in many other respects, we're very similar. Mm-hmm. And she had a series of tweets comparing the debates to The Bachelor, mm-hmm. which brought me a lot of joy. And there was a, a person, and I can't remember in which season it was, but it was a couple seasons ago, where literally their occupation was free spirit. Oh, and so she found that, like, screen grab, and she was like, oh, look, it's Marianne Williamson. Yeah. I was like, amazing. I feel like Emma has, like, a woo side to her. She has a woo-woo side to her, for sure. But she's also, like, pretty rational yeah. as a person. Yeah. So I wouldn't I wouldn't put that on Emma. Well, I'll tell you, Terry. Mm. Terry was, for a, 
for an episode or two, um, Degrassi's local psychic. And so that's, there was a whole subplot where she was trying to divine who her secret admirer was. Oh, right, 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 right. So for that reason alone, and for no other reason, because Terry has a whole other slew of things going on, that's that's my Marianne Williamson. Okay. I'm into it. Kamala Harris. Is there a Kamala Harris equivalent? Hmm. I think she's also at least a little bit Liberty. I was going to say, I think she's a Liberty. She's like when Liberty is, decides to be a snitch. <laughs> <laughs> so-and-so didn't do the homework um and emma's been a snitch at times yeah so she's that like she's, an a, emma, she's an emma liberty, liberty hybrid yeah there's a I lot of that. there's a lot of emma and liberty energy in the democratic field right now yes and like 2003 like to be i mean degrassi i think was like leading in a lot of areas but particularly like emma's big thing is climate like she's really into the environment and in 2003 like that was not yeah people were like okay save the turtles whatever but really it's about like no save all of us yeah she was really emphatic about it and so i think we can see a lot of democratic candidates in her i don't know in just her dedication to causes and her mm-hmm. Um, passion. And she's, uh, you know, evolved on the topic of choice. Yeah. <laughs> because, like, as personally somebody who was the child of a teen mom, she's like, no, like, I really feel strongly that, like, every baby like me deserves a chance, even if your mom was a teen at the time. Mm-hmm. But also she comes around to, like, understanding that Manny's not ready for that life. Yeah. And it's not for everybody. And it no. doesn't have to be this whole, like, you did a wrong thing mm-hmm. kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. But I was fully not on her side when she was chewing out Manny for that. No, that was super good. I was like, um, Emma, step the fuck back. Also, like, you get pregnant and then let's talk. Exactly. You know, like, put yourself in those shoes. I don't think you want a baby. No. Just saying. Um, okay. Who else would even be remotely interesting? Who's the Buddha judge? Well, I feel like the the reflex choice would be Marco mm. because they're both gay. Yeah. But I don't want to shoehorn people into a specific role just because they're gay. Mm-hmm. So Buddha judge. Hmm. No, I like honestly. Aside from the gay thing, he's really bland as a candidate. I like him so much. Really, I think he's so like steadfast and so articulate, and so like I don't want him as president. Like, don't get me wrong. I think he's an excellent VP candidate. I he think... could be governor of Indiana. No, Indiana would never elect him. Like that's the problem. Like that's why I think he should be wrangling for VP because he knows he can't win statewide office in indiana because he's gay Mm -hmm. uh, and he's too progressive i say this having talked to my grandfather who lives in indiana and he was like nationally people like buddha judge more than people like him in indiana Mm -hmm. like south bend is kind of an exception because Mm -hmm. it is a more progressive city Mm -hmm. city is a really strong word it's like one hundred and fifty thousand people but um i think he should be wrangling for vp hmm and I really, 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 really support a Warren Judge ticket. Mm. I would vote for that in a single fucking second with Kamala Harris as H.E. Attorney General. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's kind of like what I'm thinking right now personally. Okay. I'm not going to sign on to that. That's okay. 
at this time. That's fine. Buttigieg. See, he has the Midwestern thing. Like, that's, like, you don't want a VP. If you are, like, coastal elite, like Elizabeth Warren, like fucking Hillary Clinton, like, you want a VP who can speak to a different part of the country. Right. And that's why Hillary picked Tim Kaine. That's why I think Elizabeth Warren would be hmm. well-suited to pick either Pete Buttigieg or Julian Castro. But what does this mean for for Degrassi? What does this mean for Degrassi? I don't know. I just kind of like went off on my own thing. Um, Is he the Dylan? He's I not the it, Dylan. Dylan's a babe. He's not quite the Dylan. But maybe is he the Dylan in terms of, like, presidential candidate? In terms of, like, he's got a lot of popularity. He has a lot of popularity. Dylan is also quite popular. And he just, like, brings so much to the table. Like, I think that's something Marco doesn't necessarily have. Like, Buttigieg people will be Marco like... Marco doesn't have the confidence yet. He doesn't have the confidence. And, um, like, Dylan, you know, is this, like, star hockey player. And Buttigieg is like, yeah, I was a fucking, like, war veteran. And yeah, there's that traditional masculinity part. He has that traditional masculinity part in opposition to his sexuality, where people will be, like, you know, saying offensive things. All right. But, like, are you a fucking war veteran? Like, I don't think you are. I would go with Judge as Dylan for now. Okay. But if you're a Degrassi fan and you've been keeping up with the Democratic pool of candidates... You could feel free to challenge this. Tweet us at Vodka Lumstand because I'm willing to be reassigned. Yeah. Also, can I say, I think the Eric Swalwell is um the computer teacher are we doing teachers now what's his name mr simmons mr snake. simmons snake i feel like is eric swalwell i don't even know who eric swalwell is eric swalwell do you watch thursday night's debates no okay so he is a representative from california mm-hmm. and his thing was basically making like dad jokes and like talking about you know this generation but really like Buttigieg is the like this generation candidate Eric Swalwell like no one knows who you are yeah Um, I had to ask and I am somebody who's extremely online see that's the thing is when I was watching the debates with my roommate I was like if I don't know who these people are like that's a strong statement you're not making an impact you're not making an impact at all and Eric Swalwell was on that list but just from his commentary and the way he came across, I was like, he is a snake. That mm-hmm. is, I mean, not in the like Taylor Swift kind of way, but in the, um, in the Degrassi, the Degrassi kind, of kind of way. Yeah. The kind of like dorky media teacher. Yeah. And you're like, I can tell you have a heart of gold, but also like, no. Yeah. Super good stepdad. Presidential candidate? I Maybe not so much. Because I literally can't really think of anyone else interesting enough to bring up. Yeah. Unless you can think of someone else. Like, Inslee would obviously be Emma. I'm I'm at a loss for Julian Castro. Yeah, that's uh, tough. And this is another one that I want to throw out to the listeners. Yeah. All six of I you. feel like Julian <laughs> Castro would be an easier, like, Roswell. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, comparison, because... <laughs> And we just, we need to talk about immigration. We need to talk about race in a way that Degrassi doesn't. Right. They don't tend to talk about immigration because it's Canada and the politics around it are a little bit different. It's also Toronto and in a suburban region. So, like, they, like, have students who are first and second, like, generation immigrants, like, including Marco, including Manny. Um, 
but it doesn't really come up in in this set of seasons it Mm -hmm. might come up later i don't remember that's fair i mean we got the first disc of season four so we're gonna watch that after lovely um after this also billy ray cyrus was in this season oh yes that will be the beautiful thing now that you've all listened to this episode for over an hour um we want to leave you with a gem which is in the season three finale guess who the super celebrity guest star is we already spoiled it for you it's billy ray cyrus (laughs) um billy ray cyrus is the limo driver that takes jimmy aka drake and spinner and their dates hazel and Paige, to their senior formal in full slightly culturally appropriative sorry get up yep um and boy is it something it's something so look forward to that there's also a part in season three where um jimmy aka drake raps for the first time oh my god and i wanted to to claw my own skin off of myself anna's gonna put a clip into the pod um from when craig's band signs up for the battle of the bands Uh and drake's character jimmy is imagining the kind of success that could come from this competition and it just it feels very foreshadowy in like a creepy kind of way so roll the clip now your band had the heat to make hot sounds and tea up. Bring two days of studio time and record your own single. It's exactly the kind of exposure we need right now. Then we get the limos, the private jets, the blamity blame, the panties flying at us on stage, and we have to witness. Jesus, Jesus. So, really, really briefly, what do you think are the best teen shows ever? Um, in terms of, like, what spoke to you. Oh, it's best shows that embody, like, my teen experience. Or just, like, what influenced your teen years. Like, it doesn't necessarily have to be, like, representative of your experience as a teen, but just, like, what do you identify with your teen years? Degrassi, clearly. Clearly. Um, Smallville is coming to mind. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, I think mm -hmm. I was a really big Smallville fan at the time. And this isn't this isn't a TV show, but High School Musical, honestly, is on that list. As a theater kid, can we play the High School Musical drinking game that my cousin and I made up at some point? Because it's great. You drink that sounds like a good time. You drink every time Troy wears blue. Which at some point, my cousin was like, "Oh, that's a weird rule." And then after like two thirds of the first movie, she turns to me and she's like, "Lita, he wears blue in every scene." And I was like, "Time's it, summertime." <laughs> It's on vacation. I like bet on it personally. God. That's my bet on it. Bet on it. What's the one where he's um at the golf course by himself? That's bet on it. Oh, good. That's what I thought. I also really like um. Oh my gosh, my freshman roommate and I used to sing this song like really, really dramatically from High School Musical too. When Gabriella and Troy make up <laughs> or no break up um gotta go my own way oh my god oh my god oh my we god. used to do such a dramatic reenaction it's so fun. of that song high school musical 2 is a gem it truly is we're gonna do that as oh my god what if that was my birthday pod so we watch high school Ain't musicals one and two and play the drinking <gasps> game that shade and i came up with like three years ago that sounds so fun oh my god okay that might be what it is 
I love it. I love this podcast. It's great. <laughs> um, what were you talking about? So sorry. I derailed um, us. It oh, was, it high was school shows. Best high school shows, a.k.a. ones that defined our, our, our high school lives. Yeah. Do you have different answers? For me, one of them is the OC. Oh, clearly. For sure. I had friends mm, who, like, called themselves... Who called themselves Marissa and Summer. Oh, God. And then I had to be Taylor. Ew, no. Because I, like, joined the friendship later yeah, on. Yeah, that's what happened. sucked. Uh, but, like, that show is iconic. It spawned that SNL uh, <laughs> skit that's, like, one of the, I think, most, like, memorable SNL skits of all time. What'd you say? That's, like, 100% from the OC. It's not based on anything else. <laughs> yeah, like, Ryan Atwood was one of my, like, sexual awakenings. His babe. He's, he's a babe for sure. Does not look like he's in high school. He's, he was literally 26 when they filmed. Yo. He was my Your age. age. Yeah. Older than Sean Mendes. Much older than Sean Mendes. And Sean Mendes is, is older than all high schoolers. Sean Mendes is older than all high schoolers, but is still in a different generation than Gen us. Gen Z. Mm. We saw that show, by the way. We went to Sean Mendes. It was so fun. It was so, it was so fun. We took tequila shots and then we were we the drunkest up. people at the Sean we Mendes concert. We were probably the drunkest people at the Sean Mendes concert. Yeah. And his monitors crapped out like halfway through the show. Yeah, but he's such a sweet angel baby that nobody minded. No one cared. There was like a gorilla, um, I don't even know what to call it, effort. There were... To put stickers over your... uh, iPhone flashlight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we put... They had already given us light-up bracelets, so it was, like, kind of an extra thing. But it was... I thought it was really cute. We put, like, hot pink stickers over our flashlights, and so when everyone turned on their flashlight and, like, did the, like, swaying thing, it was hot pink. Yeah, and if you go on my Instagram, at Ann Kirkpatrick's with an X, you'll see a really great photo of how close we were to the secondary stage where he came up with a piano. Um, I could see his necklace. We got really good. With my own eyeballs. Really good scenes. The show was so fun. It was on a Wednesday night. Shaman is the perfect angel. I wouldn't change a single thing about him. He's an angel. He's also 20 years old. He's 20 years old. Soon to be 21, though. Yeah, 21 (laughs) in August. August. Yeah. So shortly after I turned 27. (sighs) That's how it goes. Um, so I would say the OC is definitely up there. Um, I watched Gossip Girl, but I wouldn't say it's, like, representative. I don't think it had much of an impact. No. Or nearly as much of an impact. Um, I think the OC was probably, like, the biggest, the biggest one. And maybe, like, was why I was like, oh, being a teen means, like, rolling around and making out on beds. Which, like, I still support. Yeah, if you're not doing that, you should start... I mean, if you want to. You don't have to. You don't have to do anything you don't want to do. Yeah. Just, like, you know, look around you. See if there's anybody, again, worth making out with. Mm-hmm. And if there's not, you don't have to. Nope. But if there is, honestly, you shoot your shot. Yeah. Um, is there anything about anything else about Degrassi before I move on? Um, just that I love it so much. Yeah. And I love Canada because of it. Fair enough. Everyone should watch Degrassi. Everyone should watch Degrassi. My birthday pod. I think apparently we've decided we're watching High School Musical. Yeah. We're going to have to find it, though. I don't think it's on Netflix anymore. We will find it. Okay. 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 Yeah. I. Yes. And Movie Madness definitely is I'm going to write the drinking. Okay. So Ella and I, who you have heard on the pod before, mm-hmm. um, our junior year apartment. I was just feeling like really nostalgic about this for some reason. We had all of these like 
butcher paper posters on our walls junior year of like drinking games we had mm-hmm. high school musical we had suits we had oh, nice. just like really really random really random drinking games on our walls and the high school musical drinking game is epic we were so i played this actually when i moved to eugene after i graduated college but we were like so trashed like because we did all three mm-hmm. we're only gonna do the first two so Get excited. I love it. But Instant Hotel Season 2 came out. I'm really excited to talk about it. I love Instant Hotel. Instant Hotel is the best show in the entire world. I keep trying to explain it to people, and I'm like, I don't... I don't know it's how to like convey It's like Four Weddings, you. but it's in no, no, Australia, no, no. and it's I about know, Airbnb. I know, but for people who haven't seen Four Weddings... <laughs> then you're fucked. <laughs> it's really hard to describe, yeah. and it's really hard to, like, explain why it's so good and why it's so compelling. But season two is great. There's so many hot people on it. I texted Maggie, because Maggie was like, oh my god, season two of Insta Hotel is on Netflix. And I was like, the son and the mother-son duo can get it. Oh my. He's so, he's so my type. Becca was like, I don't get it. Was like, is he a boat show? Very different. Yes. Oh my. Becca was like, Australian he looks like an Abercrombie model, and I was like, I know that's Lena's type. Oh, a little bit. A little bit. Um, and then also, I've been watching Love Island season five. Oh god. And I have some reflections on Love Island, which is actually really funny because we watched Love Island for the first time after my initial, my first birthday yeah, pod and we got so drunk we didn't remember what happened we didn't and we just recently had to restart watching season one didn't remember shit well because uh, also we the thing is we didn't have subtitles on and they all have such thick regional british accents that yeah. i have no idea what they're saying yeah so the like illegally downloaded versions that i'm watching also don't have subtitles so i'm kind of just like along for the ride <laughs> but i'm really excited to talk about Love Island season five and the shenanigans. And then finally, I do want to talk a little bit about Legacies, mm. which is the mm-hmm. spinoff of the spinoff of the Vampire Diaries. Oh, so it's the spinoff of the original Secondary spinoff. Secondary spinoff, which like, has that even been done before? Like, I, I don't know if honestly that has. could not tell you. Because the most successful spinoff of all time is Frasier. Yeah. But like, Frasier didn't have a spinoff, I don't think. I don't think so. Um... So CW might be, like, forging their own path Damn. right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and Legacies did get picked up for season two. But Roswell was their most popular freshman show. Yeah. So. Yeah, Degrassi's had a number of series in a row, but they're not spinoffs so much as revivals. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're definitely revivals because so much time passes between each yeah. one. Because um, you went from the 80s to the 2000s to... 2010s, yeah. To the 2000s. I think Degrassi Next Class was the Netflix original. Yes, it was. It's a whole new crop of people. I'm really excited to watch that. Yeah. It's fun. Is there anything else you want to do on your birthday pod? This is your show, Anne. Nah. I'm satisfied. Because we, we shot on Taylor Swift. Yep, we did. We name dropped Lil Nas X. We did. We talked ad nauseum about Degrassi, and I gotta say how much I fucking love that show. You did. Um, I'm thrilled. I'm so You're fa- thrilled. I'm so happy. Yeah. Good. We're gonna start watching season four while we eat pasta. Um, and then in just a couple weeks, we're gonna do my birthday pod, and Yay. apparently it's gonna be fucking High School Musical. God bless. And some other shit. And oh, and that um, all by and pansexual <gasps> queer yes, show you have to on find MTV. That. It looks like Love Island, but everybody is by and pan and woke. I want to die. 
So that's all I've ever wanted. And that's what I've wanted since 2010. Yes. Because what happens is I just saw the trailer and basically everybody shows up at the house. And the first thing they say in their, like, you know, in the moment is, oh my God, everybody here is so beautiful, <laughs> which is what it's like to be by and pan. It's true. Well, well, not everybody, but like you no. find enough people that are beautiful that it feels like everybody is beautiful a lot of the time. Lita people, looks skeptical, but, but she hates people more than I do. <laughs> I hate most people. Um, but that's, like, my own issue. <laughs> so I, that's a me problem. That's what I like to say at work. If people get really, like, pissy, I'm like, that's a you problem. Oh. Uh, not, like, to their faces, just, like, about them in general. Because mm-hmm. um, adults can be babies. Oh, adults are the most baby. Right. Right. Um, but anyway... We drank a lot of margaritas. We're going to cheers from empty glasses. We're it might be cheers. bad luck. Whatever. If we've done it before, this would not be the first time. If the bad luck transferred, we would be experiencing a lot of it. Yeah. So. Yay. Cheers. Happy belated birthday, Anne. Follow us on Vodka Lemstand. I Vodka Lemstand on Twitter. VodkaLemonadeStand.com. Podcastand at, at gmail.com. We want to know what you think of the show. We want to know what you think of this year's, this cycle's bout of Dem candidates and how they align with Degrassi characters. Or any, like, and you want to compare them to fucking the OC. You want to compare Ooh. them to Gossip Girl Please or do. Riverdale Please or do. Roswell. Like, we eat that we're shit here up. for that. Yeah. The bold type. <gasps> yes. You know? Oh my gosh, we should talk about the book. Okay, we'll get to that when we get to that. <laughs> okay, you you lead the you lead the sign off. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> <laughs>